and welcome to Don't Be All Like I'm Cool, a very Bravo podcast. My name is Julia. I'm filling in as a host because Elizabeth is at a wedding, but I'm here with my amazing other fill-in co-host, Mr. Alex, and I'm starting you off at A because this is the first time I've introduced you. I was going to say you're starting from the top. So now every time you fill in as main host, you have to keep track of what letter you left off on. Yes. But then when I fill in, because there's probably going to be an episode where it's just me hosting alone, then I have to (laughs) come up with one for myself. It'll probably just be amazing again. (laughs) All right. So my tagline this week is if I was a housewife that had a, um, a clean, healthy diet. Okay, that's the context. Okay. I love a clean meal and a scene steal. Ooh, Alex. That's good. I feel like that could be one. It's a very specific house. It could be one. That doesn't mean it's good, though. It could be one, but it doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> Is it amazing? I don't know. Oh, pretty awesome. It's not true to me. Absolutely not. I will only play your game if the stakes are really low. Wow. Is your tagline in reference to something that happened in my life this week? <laughs> It is, but it's also in reference to the very end of the promo for The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that we started this week, where Kathy Hilton says, life is like a poker game. Everyone has to show their cards. And I thought, Mm -hmm. huh? (laughs) Do we? I never show my cards. I rarely make it to the end of the poker game. I'm an intimidated poker player. Yeah, who knows if she's actually played a card game before. But we'll get into my thoughts on Kathy Hilton later. All right, so should we do Jersey? Sure. All right, so this first reunion episode of Jersey was, as you just put it, Alex, the Joe Gorga show. Again, he got brought out. He sat with us most of the hour. And then we're going to bring him back again. That was the funniest part to me. Just bring the husbands out at that point. Why does he have to go all the way back? Uh, Were you shocked when Andy was reading off all of the horrible things that Joe Judice, Teresa's ex-husband, had said about the Gorgas in the press? And then Teresa responds with, well, some of those are true. It was that like... The, that he didn't spend time with, like, the mom while she was in the hospital, and that he had, like, taken money from the parents. <laughs> yeah, all of them were pretty bad. They lost their home. He left his parents homeless. And Teresa's like, eh, some of these things are true. But then it was just them leaving a party early, which wasn't even brought up in the whole list of horrible things they had done. And then cut to her being so mad at Joe Gorga for not defending her over the jail comment. The Jackie made and her being like, no, you got to stand up for family immediately after throwing him under the bus. And they took it. Joe and Melissa took it. They just kind of let her not defend them. They know. Them. I mean, they're around her more than anyone. They know that like from when I from like this season, we know that Teresa just won't cop to anything. And even now, like the whole Jackie drama is back. Here's the funny thing about these shows is whatever drama they get over over the course of a season is immediately brought back up when the season's over and it's airing and they're all on Twitter talking about it because the Teresa and Jackie thing is just like, it's like starting from square one with them. (laughs) It really is. We got to hear the word analogy at least eight times. I was so happy. You know, I love that. And she's right. She's right. (laughs) It's an analogy. 
She's starting to sound like Jerry Seinfeld. It's an analogy. The only loyalty Teresa has right now is to Jennifer. Did you notice how she just backed Jennifer up? And Joe Judice, apparently. Oh, yeah, and they do have that sex toy business. They do have the sex toys together, yeah. They are business partners. You can't slander my business partner. But the, the Jen thing is weird. Why is that? I don't know. I didn't notice like a particular loyalty between them during the season. So what happened? Maybe if I'm giving Teresa any credit, it's that she sees that everyone was going after Jen and she was the one person. Kind of. Well, Dolores was also kind of helping her out. Maybe that's it. Maybe she likes Dolores. It was backing up Dolores, backing up Jen. Oh my this god! This is the hard yes. cutting analysis of the, We're giving the dynamics her so of the much Housewives. credit. <laughs> I think Teresa might be really mad at Joe because in that fight where they were on their lake house, he said that Joe Judice put mom in an early grave. Do you think this is all retaliation from that one comment? She had just such a blind fury for Jackie and that comment she made about prison that yeah. anyone not defending her in that moment, Teresa, just a shining example of family loyalty, is expecting Joe to come to her defense in that moment. I think she is still mad about that. I mean, this is the person who's still mad about the analogy. So I figure anything anything related to that is just going to set her off, which is insane to me. But Yeah, it's hard to have a family member on the show. It makes the stakes so much realer than people who don't have a family member as a co-star. And I think even mm -hmm. Andy felt uncomfortable bringing it up so much because he's like, as soon as you guys stop talking about this, I don't have to. Yeah, anymore. it gets too real. But he was fine bringing up the whole Jen mom plot line. And then the other big drama of this reunion was Margaret and Jen. Yes. Where it feels like Margaret is just getting nonstop busted by Jen. And for some reason, not expecting it. I think she started the rumor. For sure. I think she definitely did. Because Joe B is the one that heard it. Well, thank you, Margaret. Because without you, we wouldn't have had the first three episodes of Jersey. So good work. Oh, absolutely. The target is Margaret. That's the best thing Jen has said this whole season. Do you think Margaret told her to say that because it's such a Margaret thing to say? But then of course, no. It is something that the woman who wears a shirt that says the Marge on it would want someone to say about her. <laughs> All right, should we do some New York? New York. All right, New York. This was an amazing episode. So fucking good. It's, ah, New York. you know, you watch all these Housewives shows together and then you watch New York and you're like, it's, there's a reason why it's the best one. Moment to moment bliss watching this show. Mm -hmm. Truly. No dead air. This, the cast is too good. Sonia, Luann, and Ramona are just too good. They are. They can have a party by themselves. With Fosé. Luann's new travel companion is this Fosé. <laughs> she brings yeah. an outside wine to a winery, which was rude which was also her idea to go there right she planned this getaway where it was very drinking heavy this field trip that they took when two of five housewives two-fifths of the cast don't drink it was a bold choice and it would have been a horrible choice had one of the women not drinking no you're right otherwise like if ramona had planned it they all been like wow nice move um, yes. But it's okay, because Sonia drank enough for three people, I guess. Because <laughs> Ebony makes a comment where she's like, I don't know like how she got so drunk. I don't know how that happened, because they were like drinking the same amount. 
We have had this with Sonia before though. I have a secret theory that she gets nervous about her weight during filming and she starts to take dehydration pills, like water pills to make her look skinnier or feel skinnier. And like if you have those pills and you drink a drop, you are like done. I have a theory okay. that she's on water pills. Yeah, she's even mentioned water pills. So this isn't like a theory I've pulled out of thin air. That's a good theory. I could spend this whole segment just quoting Sonia and Ramona in her diarrhea. But what are your thoughts on new member Ebony as of right now? I think Ebony right now is a glorious queen. I really liked how she handled the help comment with Ramona at the winery. I liked that when Luann said, oh no, save that for the winery. She took the note, she saved it for the winery, and she did it in such a gracious, amazing way. Like she's explained people being shits before to the people. She was able to explain it to the whole cast to where even Luann took the note and introduced herself to the driver as Luann. An amazing callback to season one. And then Sonia's drunken call to William. William? The head of J.P. Morgan. When Ebony took the phone out of Sonia's hand, complimented J.P. Morgan Chase for promising $30 billion to address the racial wealth gap. She's getting her message across. She's funnel on the way. And she was able to take the phone out of Sonia's hand and just help that situation which, out. Which was great. It then ended up, unfortunately, causing drama anyway, because Ramona <laughs> said her comment about like, oh, well, Wells Fargo has better rates than Chase. <laughs> But. I would like Ramona to call the head of Wells Fargo and see if the head of Wells Fargo will answer her call on the first ring. You know who else answers the call on the first ring is uh, Garth. Oh my gosh, Garth Gladiator? Yes. Answered on the first ring really annoyed Sonia. So my thoughts on Ebony are like yours, where like I was afraid that it was following the same Bravo trend that keeps happening. Mm-hmm. I love the diversity that they're adding to all these casts. I hate the way they're pigeonholing most of them into these roles of like, like Leva in like Southern Charm, where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, your role this season is going to be to explain to these white people mm-hmm. why they're bad. That mm-hmm. is your role. You can't have any fun. Ebony is down to have a good time. She wants to have fun. She's also going to put people in their place, but she's going to have like a great time. And she even like mentioned a few times, she's like, you know, I don't really hang out with like people like this, but it's great. I'm having a good time. She's just very open to it all. And she's able to promote what she stands for within crazy scenes. It's great. It's also adding to like the humor of the scene because it's just like a funny way to like kind of divert <laughs> what's happening. When she took the photo away, I had in no way thought that she was going to positively plug JP. <laughs> yeah, it was so, it was, it was great. It was also just so funny though that she did that. I do appreciate Sonya though who got mad at Garth first ring calls proceeded to call several people and got answered on the first ring like if she hadn't had her phone taken away how many more calls would she have made i was kind of bummed that (laughs) got snatched from her the other great thing i want to point out in ebony's favor is when leah starts trying to like get on her soapbox about shit with ramona Mm -hmm. then ebony starts telling leah don't do it like that you know she like knows she knows like how to handle situations and yeah, she's great. I love her so far. But I mean, we have a preview that she's going to get into some shit with Luann next week. And I can't wait. Can we talk about the preview real quick? Yeah. I have a question to ask. When I mm. take my vow of silence to 6 p.m., I would request that <laughs> you be the person to speak on my behalf. Absolutely. I've, I've always wanted to be that someone's mouthpiece. That'd be great. 
please. Thank you for accepting my ask. And then I think Leah taking it upon herself to become Andy Cohen at the dinner and address every bad thing that Heather has said about these women in the press at the dinner table. Oof. You know, she hasn't spoken all day. So at 6 p.m., we've, we've got some words to get out of us. Uh, I, I have chills thinking about it. And as yeah. we've seen in the preview, Heather's, she's definitely owning up to all of it. So oh, yeah. I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm so anxious about it. Yeah, and this is only the second episode of New York, and we're already titillated. There's already so much. We didn't even talk about Ramona's blood plasma thing. We don't need, we know like what happened. We know that she's <laughs> lying, so we don't need to talk about that. She's been doing this shit for years. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's just kind of like, oh, it's a Ramona thing she does. She won't remember people's names. She doesn't treat people in the service industry well. And uh, she won't listen to you. And she'll lie. <laughs> and you just got to be down with that and you'll be great. And Sonia did look amazing. I, I echo that guy that called her out for it. I would love to just be like a peripheral guy in a Housewives show or in New York specifically telling Luann that she looks great. That is like my goal. Not in a catcalling way. Was I reading too much into the scene thinking that Ramona was super annoyed she didn't receive a compliment as well? Oh, I think you were. I think Ramona, her mind was still on the whole blood plasma hoax thing. <laughs> I think she was just okay. like happy for Sonia in that moment. Something that did delight me about the blood plasma argument that Leah gave is me picturing Leah Googling the process. Just to own Ramona, for sure. Yeah, yes. just, to, just to drag her. Also, your 95 degree pool got brought up again this episode. Oh, I missed it. What did they say? Ramona says, I was so nice to Leah. Why is she doing this to me? I put the pool up to 95 degrees. <laughs> that was for Leah? <laughs> yes, that was for Leah. And then she just threw her under the bus. Ramona heard burning in the title of Burning Man and figured <laughs> that she was going to burn everyone with the pool. Are we ready to go to Beverly Hills? Yes. Well, hello, you guys. So nice to be with you. As promised, I am here with the Beverly Hills taglines and a dramatic reading. Now, Alex, we have two new housewives, one being a friend of who has now moved up to housewife status and the other one being a brand newbie. So let's Ooh. start out with one of our new housewives, Miss Sutton. Anyone who doubts... She has a southern accent. Okay. <laughs> Anyone who doubts my exquisite manners... May kiss my exquisite dairy air. Ooh, good one. Good job, Sutton. <laughs> Kyle Richards, who out of all of her taglines, she's an OG. I think every single one mentions the word this town or this city. Or Beverly Hills. Or she the is, words Beverly Hills. She's a Beverly Hills native. She was born in this town. This is her town. She owns this town. In my town. Are those yeah. three different ones? Mm-hmm. She wow. doesn't diversify her portfolio. No, Alex, every single tagline she says, in my town, in this town, something about towns. So buckle up, Kyle Richards. This town is a game of chess, but no one's taking this queen down. Okay. I mean, if you've already come up with 11, this yeah, town 11. taglines, that one holds its own. Now, I heard a rumor that Dorit's mystery accent is gone this season. Has she been in America too long? So, should I read it with accent or no accent? 
Oh, can you do? Kyle. PK. Okay. Dress like no one. Wait, no, no, no. Accent. All right. Dress like there's no tomorrow. Then tomorrow, do it again. Buca de Beppo. Buca de Beppo. I added that last part. Okay. She designed a dining room in Buca de Beppo, just to fill you in. Okay. Okay. Garcelle, last season's newbie. If you want a starring role in my life, you better drop the act. A plus. That's, we love that's good. Garcelle. That's good. good consistent theme throughout. Good tagline. Lisa Rinna, famous for her lips. My lips are legendary, and they will never gloss over the truth. She my lips as much as Kyle my towns. Mm, all right. And then our brand new Crystal. Hollywood is full of pretenders, and I will slay them all. Nice, Crystal. And last but not least, okay. Erica Girardi. The strongest subs. Hang on. The strongest substance on earth isn't diamonds. It's me. <laughs> Great Erica impression, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, look on my Dorit. In my defense of me saying that Lisa always talks about her lips and her taglines, one of her taglines was, my lips were made for talking and that's just what they'll do. <laughs> <laughs> so I stand by my statement. Um. I think all A-plus taglines from all very seasoned housewives, I feel like. These girls are in the industry, I would say. They're not just people wandering around Dallas getting plucked from. Relative obscurity. I can't believe this is going to come out of my mouth. I'm ready to be heard again. I am excited for Beverly Hills. Last season, I dropped out because I was so angry at the whole Denise Richards thing. But I'm ready to try again. And this is Alex's, we have a little baby Beverly Hills over here. Alex I'm a little first. baby Beverly Hill. I'm like one of those movies where like the baby gets lost in LA. That's me. But it's, it's in this town, Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Little baby, big town. <laughs> well, you guys, I'm going to take off. Have so much fun talking uh, Beverly Hills. Hey, thanks for stopping by. You, you got it, friend. All right, Beverly Hills, welcome to the 90210, Alex. What do you think of these ladies and their luxury? All right, well, I have three questions for you off the bat about the show that I haven't seen. Number one, what is true? Mm -hmm. Number two, what is the lie? Mm -hmm. And number three, and who is being played? I love that it's set up as like this mystery narrative that the season's going to have. It's amazing. I guess specifically related to Erica. So Alex, did you not know any of these women coming in? I know Lisa from Dancing with the Stars. Okay. So she's the only one worth knowing if you're going to follow Crystal's logic on things. Oh, shit. Yeah. I know. Kyle, any doubt in your mind that she broke her nose on the set of Halloween Kills and then had to get her nose repaired? that that's that's the reason why that happened <laughs> when she said that to us you knew that she knew we wouldn't believe it so is this like a courtesy <laughs> lie and she gave that lie to us as a gift it's an entertaining lie it wasn't it was a ridiculous thing of like some rig like hit her in the face while shooting when that happens on a big movie like that that stuff leaked like you find out that's like in a lot of like oh. publications that like happen to talent and the fact that I didn't hear about it until like this, and I'm pretty up on that stuff, was very funny to me. And I'm also looking forward to this Halloween, and I knew she was going to be in it. 
the legal on Halloween is probably pissed. Would you agree? Yeah, that's a libelous. That's bad. What is a lie? What is real? Speaking of Hollywood, so Crystal, she is a new housewife officially. For her first episode. What do you think? I don't know, but I'm very weirded out by the relationship. I did a little bit of digging into that. <gasps> You did? The guy immediately struck me as kind of like, Ugh. Yeah. Even before I knew like that he was like a very famous, I mean, director of Lion King. Big deal in Hollywood. Um, the digging I did is that like they met when she was 17 and he was already like doing pretty well at Disney. They like met mm-hmm. at the like, animation labs when she was very, very young. And I know there's like an age difference between so many of these pairings on the Housewives show. But this, this, I don't know. Something bugged me about this one specifically. Well, Alex, when you're 17, you're in fact not 18. And I think that might be exactly. an issue. Yes, yes, that, that, that might be why I'm bugged by this. And it, was like, it seems like a very Hollywood like power position, you know. Mm-hmm. But as far as her specifically, she's not bringing uh, anything for me to comment on. And I think that's not in her favor from my point of view. Right now... I'm offended because not only is she insulting the women, she's insulting me. Holy shit. She said she didn't know anyone. She didn't know to read. How dare you say that? One, we all know that you've seen these episodes. So it's we a know lie. you it's, what know What is the lie? Read. It's another, another it's a lie, lie that I don't like. Right. Plus, I know to read. I know Erica Jane. I know Rena. I know all of these women. Mm-hmm. I've been with them for years. How dare you say my girls aren't good enough? And your husband may have directed The Lion King, but we don't know him. Another thing I'm offended by, she didn't fucking greet them at the door. Her husband opened the door. Oh, she's in the kitchen. She's trying to play it mm. cool. I don't know what she's presenting us, and I don't think she knows. You know what? I'm happy you brought that up, because as a first-time viewer of the show, I was so confused by what was happening in that scene. I was like, so they know this person, I guess, right? This person they're going to hang out with. And then they were, like, meeting her. It just felt so casual, but also off-putting that I, I was truly lost. I was disoriented. I, like, lost my footing with her, and I was never able to get it back, because I, I truly did not know who she was. They don't know her, so her argument that if you don't know someone, they don't matter, is just coming back to her as meaning she doesn't matter. The irony... The link between her and them is this other person that I don't know, <laughs> who I guess isn't on the show that much, so... Kathy... Hilton. Okay. And we've seen Kathy several times before, over 11 years. This is the first time we've seen a Kathy confessional, and what she gave us in her debut is a really creepy story about messing with people's hair and teeth, which made me think, <laughs> is Kathy a serial killer? <laughs> Thoughts? Well... Uh, th- it's news to me that she's like not like a regular on the show because it just felt like that's just what it felt like to me. <laughs> no, this is the most Kathy I've ever welcomed into my home. <laughs> okay, you might want to lock that door. I'm concerned. Actually, realized that she wasn't a part of the the group when she called Dorit Dorit. <laughs> Dorit's one of Kyle's best friends, so much so that. She and Dorit and their respective husbands have this weird swingers flirtation going on. Did you pick up on that at all? I saw that shit. I saw that going on, yeah. That's a new development, by the way. He, like, pulled on her hair. Yeah. 
And then Kathy doesn't even remember her name. There's something off about Kathy. <laughs> yes. Especially in the preview with her howling at her dog, the Hound of Baskerville. Did you enjoy your time this first episode? I do like Garcelle from what we saw of her. I mm-hmm. liked the scene with her and Lisa. And this is from someone with no mm-hmm. context, but I thought that was a fun scene. Garcelle's amazing fish naming ability. But I like the cast from what I've seen. I'm so intrigued by Dorit. Truly. I'm so fascinated. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see more of her. And this Erica drama that I am so new to. What is the lie? What is truth? And if I get played, mm-hmm. that's okay. Give us a show, ladies. Yeah, play us. Yeah, don't show your cards, Kathy. All right. Are we ready to go to awards? Oh, yeah. All right. So my award this week is a new award, and it's the Kyle Cook Mixing Business with Pleasure Award. So Kyle Cook, one of my favorite cast members of Summer House, mixes business with his pleasure constantly. He is the founder of Loverboy, and he hires his fiance and his best friend Carl to be a part of this business, and it creates tricky drama. This award I'm awarding to another Kyle, and this Kyle is Kyle of Beverly Hills. Kyle now has another sister on the cast, which is going to create tricky drama, I hope. And she's also renting to her castmate Sutton, which I wouldn't have taken as anything really, because Sutton needs a home, and she's just leasing a home from Kyle, except Kyle made a point to say that she's giving her $5,000 off a month on the rental price tag, and then made a crack at Sutton saying, you better get your check-in on time. (sighs) I think she might be mixing business with pleasure. So Kyle, congratulations for making the messy life that you present us even more messy. Wow. I hope that there ends up being a third Kyle that you could give this award to. <laughs> the saddest That'd be thing, a Alex. fun thing to keep going. The Kyles are so different that I didn't even realize they had the same name until I was presenting my award, <laughs> which is a rough thing for me to just say out loud. All right. What is your award, Alice? (laughs) No, I understand. All right. So, you know, movie theaters are opening back up. You're excited. We're all excited. The new Fast and Furious movie, delayed a year, is going to be coming out very soon. And, you know, the thing about those movies is they're all about family. Those Fast and Furious movies. They say it all the time. Every character is always saying it's about family. That's the thing that drives the franchise. My The Fast and Furious Movies Are About Family Award goes to... The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Because as Andy pointed out, this reunion, this show is about family. And it's true. All the major drama of the show, all the plot lines, directly involve the housewives with their family. I mean, the the Joe-Teresa thing. Is there another example of a Bravo show where, like, the family is so front and center like that? I don't think so. Oh, no. And even though the meaning of family gets confused uh, to them for what it actually stands for. I think still they make an effort to make family the forefront of the show. So congratulations. It's all about family. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And thank you, Alex, for joining me. And next week, Elizabeth will be back. Hey, anytime. And thank you, Elizabeth. (laughs) 
You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.